the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, as well as the Unite, i.e. coalition of patriot conservative groups of, you know, basically freedom-loving, America-loving Americans, a.k.a. domestic terrorists. In the Unite, i.e., our mission is to unite those are freedom-loving, America-loving Americans, a.k.a. domestic terrorists, to magnify our strength and effectiveness in making and keeping America great, free, and prosperous. Um, please do welcome back to the show Brad Dacus today. He is the president of the Pacific Justice Institute, and they are a nonprofit law firm that are dedicated to uh, defending religious freedoms, parental rights, and other civil liberties. They do never charge the, their clients. Uh, they rely on the generosity of uh, their donors to do uh, their good work. Um, welcome to the show, Brad. And you're um, you're you're in your mobile uh, recording studio today. <laughs> yes, yes, Greg. And uh, it's a real pleasure to uh, to be participating on the on your show. I, I always uh, look forward to the opportunity. Thank you. Well, the good news for those of us uh, who believe in the sanctity of life is that, and also believe in the sanctity of the United States Constitution. At the end of this last Supreme Court term, uh, the Supreme Court finally overruled a Roe versus Wade, decided back in 1973, where the court made up out of whole cloth a constitutional right to abortion. And since then, uh, some 60 million unborn children have been killed in the, in, the, in the United States. And the court overruled that, putting the issue uh, back to the states. And the bad news is that still doesn't protect all unborn children. Some states have differing laws. Some states have some restrictions. There's litigation in state courts about whether the states, under their own state laws and constitutions, can uh, restrict or limit or regulate abortion. But here in California, of course, controlled by the Democrats, they're going in the absolute opposite direction, and they have put on the ballot State Constitutional Amendment 10, which will be uh, Proposition 1 on your ballot that uh, at least some people say, and you can, you can uh, voice your opinion, Brad, uh, that will create a constitutional right to unrestricted abortion from the moment of conception to the moment of birth. Yeah, that's correct. In fact, it's even more radical than what is what the present law in California accommodates. Uh, you know, uh, you know, presently we do have uh, some limitations in the third trimester. Um, with regards to uh, to abortion, uh, this is even more radical than what we presently have uh, under the law in California. So uh, it's it's as radical as it can be uh, in terms of uh, preborn uh, being subjected to being killed at any time uh, prior to to birth. You know, uh, you know, it's um, it, it's also I think very telling because in the past, Greg. You know, we in our society have said, you know, hey, the Supreme Court, you know, they're the ones that said we have to allow for the killing of little babies, you know, preborn babies. You know, it's the Supreme Court's fault. Supreme Court's, they're the ones responsible. Well, now that's no longer the case. And now it's up to we, the people in, in each of the 50 states to decide, are we going to allow this killing? It's up to the voters to decide. So we have a much greater uh, responsibility. And with that comes greater culpability that I believe uh, states like California will be responsible for and be held accountable for uh, when everything is all said and done, uh, both for today and, and in future generations. Yeah, well, you know, the, the basic human principle of, of said and done, um, when all is said and done, more is said than done. 
But coming back yes. to, uh, see, you, you, were, you were supposed to laugh at that joke. That's one of the most important functions of a guest <laughs> on this show is to I'm laugh sorry. at the host, at the laugh at the host jokes. But okay. Yeah. I, I was thinking deeply, like, you know, absorbing the, what you were saying. And, and I, I, I missed the, uh, the, the, uh, the humor part for okay. uh, came second. So we'll forgive you on that, but you look, you look at coming back to more serious, the, the proposed amendment states the state shall not deny or, or interfere with an individual's reproductive freedom in their most intimate decisions, which includes their fundamental right to choose to have an abortion and their fundamental right to choose or refuse contraceptives. Uh, this section is intended to further the constitutional right of privacy guaranteed in Section 1 and the constitutional right to not be denied equal protection Guaranteed by Section 7, nothing herein narrows or limits the right to privacy or equal protection. But there's nothing here that says, oh, ex- this, this doesn't change existing law. And I've seen sometimes the statutes will say that, is they're saying we don't intend to change existing law about something. So I've seen some people, now that they realize, oh, yeah, we're legalizing and creating a right to late-term abortion, and that maybe that's not popular even in California. They're trying; they're 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 hemming and hawing somewhat now about whether whether it really does that. But you read those words, and you read the absence of any reference that says the existing law is still permissible under this amendment. And I think the legislative intent is clear for anyone who reads it. And even if I was if I was a judge. I, even though my my own personal position on abortion, if this was the if this was the law, I think you have to say that abortion is legal in California for the entire nine months of pregnancy. Correct. I think that's exactly what uh, a court would rule on the face of what's uh, of that language. So it's it's very serious. You know, we have oh, you know over half the states in the country with strong pro life protections protecting preborn. Uh, just in Texas alone, Greg, over 30,000 little babies' lives have been saved. They're now crawling around and laughing, and uh, they would be dead right now, but for the actions of the state of Texas alone. Other states are moving or have moved in the same direction. Uh, the, the lives being saved are incredible. And yet at the same time, we have states like California and New York uh, and others that are instead going in the other direction to uh, to promote the killing of, of the not only the preborn uh, in, the, in their state, but also like in California, we're looking at the state actually funding with taxpayer dollars to pay for women in other states to pay their their air flight and their hotel and their expenses to have their baby aborted and killed if they're living in a pro-life state that wants to protect the preborn. And with uh, with reasonable measures, uh, and then we also have California even going so far as to uh, propose infanticide. It's pending legislation right now. I understand, Greg. It's it's moving full steam ahead, and if it passes, then a woman can actually kill her baby after it's born, up to thirty days after it's born, and she'll be not only protected, but she can even sue someone who tries to investigate uh, the, her murdering her baby through uh, the medical process. So. Uh, it's going darker and darker, and I believe all the more culpable, and the consequences will become uh, apparent, I believe, uh, in, in the days ahead. Yeah, we'll, we're going to come, I want to come to uh, the, the statute you referred to, the bill you referred to, AB 2223. Uh, but before we leave this, this, this Proposition 1, hang on. First, the first thing is, this actually could be an opportunity for our side, because I think they've overreached. And even in California, um, I haven't seen any polling data on, in California on this. I'm not sure that uh, people, that, that most Californians support killing a baby at eight months, 29 days. Correct. The overwhelming majority do not favor that. Even those who are in favor of legalized abortion, the majority are not in favor of abortion uh, after, uh, you know, after uh, you have uh, viability, which is at 20 weeks, majority don't favor killing 
uh, allowing a baby to be killed, a preborn baby to be killed after viability. So and that's a, that's even among those who are in favor of abortion. So this is a very extreme, uh, and I'm hopeful that I'm hoping that uh, the clergy and others will be outspoken about this as we get closer to the midterm election. No pastor worthy of that title could not be all in on denouncing Proposition One and encouraging their congregants to not only vote against it, but get out and do everything they can to defeat this evil initiative. Correct. I uh, We at Pacific Justice, in fact, are, uh, we have an office called the Church uh, Engagement Office out of Palmdale, California. Uh, it's headed up by a full-time pastor, Peter Moore, who works full-time for Pacific Justice. We're making contact. We have contacts with over a thousand churches uh, and pastors personally not just from some mailing list, but personal contact with them uh, in the state of California. We have other growing lists outside of California, and uh, we're encouraging them to speak out on this issue as well as uh, have church voter registration Sundays before uh, the election. We're hoping to hit over a thousand, have over a thousand churches do voter registration Sundays in California, Arizona, Nevada. So uh, we need to be outspoken about this. Uh, this is, you know, it's interesting, Greg, if we look at uh, the Holocaust in Germany, we'd say, you know, the Germans are always terrible. They allowed that. Well, actually, it was their dictator, Adolf Hitler, who did it. And most Germans weren't aware of it. Uh, they knew there was persecution. Had no idea of the Holocaust. Well, here, the culpability is so much higher because here it's on the ballot. We, the people look of California, each voter will literally have the blood of hundreds of thousands of precious little babies on their hands. And with that culpability uh, comes responsibility and, and, and consequences. So um, this is, is not a, ma- a minor. This is a major uh, for both the, the conscience and, the, and uh, of, of individuals, as well as uh, the, the impact on a macro level to the preborn. Absolutely. I mean, if you were in Nazi Germany, what are you going to what are you going to do? Go stage a short lived uh, protest march in front of Gestapo headquarters. But here we're not at that stage yet in this country where we still have the ability to speak out and they can't lock us up just for that. And we have we can vote and we can organize. You can get involved and there will be a campaign. I don't know the details yet, but I uh, Gina Gleason, who is Pastor Jack Hibbs, right hand person, um, was talking that they are not ready to announce their campaign, but there will be one, and you can, we can still get involved in that. Before we before we yes. do this, what, the other thing this is more this is more speculative, <clears throat> but there seems to be something kind of twisted and sick and evil in the fixation of the left and in Demo- and the Democrat Party, not all individual Democrats, in killing unborn children. You have any thoughts on what's going on there? Um, yeah, it's, it's hard to, to explain it absent a, a spiritual dimension. Uh, you know, I do believe there is a, a definite darkness that has befallen the Democrat party, uh, in a major, in a major way, in multiple ways. Uh, and I think this is just one example of that, uh, where we have a party that is beholden and committed to all that seemingly is, is evil and, uh, from a biblical worldview. Uh, with horrific consequences, whether it's in the public schools with radical uh, uh, sexual indoctrination and confusion um, or persecution of people of faith in the workplace uh, or the uh, broadside attack on both babies and, and even born born babies um, in the most uh, you know exaggerated way possible. We at Pacific Justice are fighting these these issues in the courts. We now, you know, that's the good news is that we still have a great Supreme Court. Uh, we have, courtesy of President Trump's appointments, we have not only the cir- circuit court and district court level, but also the Supreme Court level. Uh, even the Ninth Circuit's about 50-50 uh, of respecting the Supreme Courts of the uh, the Constitution. So, Greg, I'm I'm um, I'm up to, I'm I'm very concerned about where we are as a nation and where we are spiritually in terms of that we have a, a whole mass calling themselves Democrats who are uh, of a party that the overwhelming majority of the Democrats just a few decades ago would have found repulsive. Um, and yet at the same time, we have incredible freedoms and opportunities uh, that have been awarded to us 
uh, and a grant and, and uh, recognized uh, through our court system. And, uh, and also, I think in the midterm election, we're going to have some great results in the House, hopefully the Senate, uh, where we'll uh, see some major pushback on a lot of this. So uh, it's very intense. At the same time, we have incredible opportunities. And that uh, gives me a, a, a something to, to smile about as we uh, face these serious challenges to our freedoms, liberties, and basic decency levels of humanity. Let's take a pause here and hear from our sponsor, Ed Hoffman of Planet Home Lending, the place to go for your real estate lending needs. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, branch manager of Planet Home Lending LLC and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. I'm sure by now you've heard interest rates have jumped up over the last few months, but so have home values. So what does that mean to you? If you're carrying a bunch of credit card debt or you don't have money to pay your tax bill or just need extra money to fill up your gas tank, Now may be the perfect time to do a cash-out refinance to consolidate those bills or get some extra funds in your bank account while your equity is so high before rates get any worse. If you or your spouse are 62 years or older, higher values make reverse mortgages that didn't work before work now. To see how we can make the numbers work for you, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. Ed Hoffman, Retail Branch Manager, NMLS ID 9921, Branch NMLS ID 2275209. Planet Home Lending, LLC, NMLS ID 17022. Planet Home Lending, LLC, is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. Following up on our discussion in the first segment about Proposition 1 that creates unrestricted abortion for the entire nine months of pregnancy in California, Ephesians 6.12 tells us that for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this world, the darkness, and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. And we talked about that uh, in last week's show, that there's, there's spiritual dimension to what we're doing Politically, you mentioned and we touched on uh, AB 223, and uh, this bill has been significantly changed and s- still an, an odd bill. And the, uh, the key operative language of, the, of AB 223 says that notwithstanding any other law, a person shall not be subject to civil or criminal liability or penalty or otherwise deprived of their rights under this article based on their actions or omissions with respect to their pregnancy or actual potential or alleged pregnancy outcome, including miscarriage, stillbirth or abortion or perinatal death I've added the words here, due to causes that occurred in utero. Now, uh, perinatal means the period of surrounding pregnancy or childbirth from five months before birth to one month after birth. And as a lawyer, I read this stuff and I go, okay, originally it just said perinatal death. And that was clear, unrestricted killing of, of, of babies up to four weeks after birth. And they've added some other languages, and now that this, they added this phrase, due to causes that occurred in utero. So I'm not even sure what this means or what they're, try, or what they're still trying to get at. How do, you, how do you interpret this, Brad? Oh, certainly. So um, and our legal team has looked at this. Our Sacramento office has been on top of this. And uh, their understanding, and I agree with them, is that it's still very broad in terms of uh, the application and its potential justification of killing a born baby, uh, for example. So um, if after, you know, the baby's born and the mom and dad see that the child is autistic, they didn't recognize that before, but this was something in the development of the child uh, that, uh, okay, let's kill the child. Or let's say the child is, uh, is born with some kind of a, you know, birth defect. Let's say that one of the hands didn't didn't develop fully. Oh, that's too inconvenient. Let's kill the child. Theoretically, you could say that you know, hey, we were assured that the uh, that the child was going to be uh, you know a, a a girl or say a boy, and uh, we find out it's a girl. Kill the child. You know, th- these are all you know things that were in the development of the child in utero. Or even can even be, let's say that they that uh, they're told, yeah, you have a, you have a baby coming, and it turns out it's it's uh, twins, 
and it surprises the doctor. They didn't realize they did, you know, for whatever reason. Uh, and they say, oh, we don't want two. We just want one. Kill that one. So those are some examples, I believe, that he easily justified. Now, maybe in their minds, they're thinking, uh, maybe some are saying, well, this is if it's the baby's born and uh, they can see that, you know, the lung is outside, you know, the skin and there's no way the baby's going to live. If the baby's dying is going to be dead in you know, a week or two. Let's just, you know, you know, to spare from the minute misery. Well, that's not what it says. It's much, much, much broader than that. They could have narrowed it dramatically, but they didn't. And because of that, we have serious consequences. Now, and as you mentioned in, in our first segment, the, the other part of this bill is that to even investigate the dead baby, uh, what, what the heck happened here? Uh, that is a violation of the statute, and it lets them sue for damages and attorney fees. So right, pretty, false, pretty, right, yeah, yeah, civil damages. They could sue. So let's say they the coronary. The coroner is, uh, you know, looks, examines the baby, and says, "Huh, this this looks like the baby was was murdered, was killed, uh, had its throat slit or something." Um, then the coronary is going to be a coroner is going to be uh, limited not to investigate this. And if he does or she does, uh, then they could be sued by the mother uh, for major monetary damage, civil damage. So what does that tell, tell you? It says a lot of coroners out, out there are going to see dead babies and say, you know what? I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to report it. I see a murder here. I'm not going to report it. Too much risk that I could be sued personally. And that's going to hinder law enforcement uh, uh, to actually deal with murders. What's also, I think, important for people to understand is uh, there was a gentleman, an abortionist back east. And there was a film produced about him. He just he killed so many babies. And, you know, like right after the baby was born, he would kill it. Uh, not just partial birth, partial birth abortion, but just horrific killing of babies. Uh, he would he would be off scot free if this was the law that at the time when he was being prosecuted. And everyone saw him as a mass murderer deserving of, at the very least, life in prison. Yeah, that was uh, that was Gosnell, and there was there was a great movie made about correct his heinous crimes. Yeah, he would be off scot free if this was the law at the time governing him uh, in in his state. So uh, I think it was Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, um, or maybe yeah. You know, so that's 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 how how evil this is, and. Um, it just makes California all the more dangerous uh, for uh, for people. You know, we have high crime in terms of smash and grab uh, murders. Um, you know, crime and evil is flourishing at a faster and faster clip. This uh, is just will only contribute to that that evil and and victimization of the most defenseless, which is uh, the preborn or the new, newly born. Where it also may apply would be this example that I read about some years ago. <clears throat> Baby was born, was had Down syndrome, but had there was a there was a relatively common and defect that the throat was blocked, so it couldn't take any nourishment or water through the throat. And, this, and according to the article, uh, that that was is easily correctable, and in normal circumstances, it would be a matter of course that the once the baby was born, you had this problem that 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 problem would be corrected. But in this case, they didn't, and they let the baby die really because. The, of the of a Down syndrome, and I think that in that type of case, certainly AB two 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 three would say, "Yeah, that's fine. Let the baby die of of hunger and lack of water, uh, because we're just not gonna we're not gonna correct that uh, defect in the throat." Right, right. In uh, in England right now, uh, the over ninety like, percent of, of babies with Down syndrome are aborted. I think in the United States, it's like about sixty percent. Uh, are aborted, uh, and yet you know I've I've never met a family uh, with a Down uh, Down syndrome child who says, "Yeah, we wish we killed killed the guy, or killed the girl." Um, they're they're loving. They're often very very happy children, um, and 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 uh, wonderful you know joys to be around. And it's uh, it's really it's really sad that just out of a heart of just convenience and selfish uh, comfort that. Uh, that they that such a, a person should be killed that has the opportunity to bring so much love and joy into the world absolutely stay tuned for the exciting second half of unite 
IE Radio. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, branch manager of Planet Home Lending LLC and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. I'm sure by now you've heard interest rates have jumped up over the last few months, but so have home values. So what does that mean to you? If you're carrying a bunch of credit card debt or you don't have money to pay your tax bill or just need extra money to fill up your gas tank, now may be the perfect time to do a cash-out refinance to consolidate those bills or get some extra funds in your bank account while your equity is so high before rates get any worse. If you or your spouse are 62 years or older, higher values make reverse mortgages that didn't work before work now. To see how we can make the numbers work for you, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. Ed Hoffman, Retail Branch Manager, NMLS ID 9921, Branch NMLS ID 2275209. Planet Home Lending, LLC, NMLS ID 17022. Planet Home Lending, LLC, is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision, 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll, 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots and the Unite IE Coalition of Conservative and Patriot Groups in the Indian Empire area of Southern California. Pleased to be visiting today with Brad Dacus. He is the president of the Pacific Justice Institute. They are a nonprofit law firm that is dedicated to defending the Constitution, religious freedom, parental rights, and other civil liberties. Um, lots we can talk about here, but the next subject we're going to talk about is what does a parent do when the school says, or the doctor says, or even your child says that your son wants to be a girl or your daughter wants to be a boy. There was a very tragic case I read about in Southern California where they, they basically bamboozled the immigrant mother and that this, or this, you have to do this or your child's going to commit suicide. They took custody away from her. They wouldn't, they would, in their brief supervised visitation, she couldn't mention anything about God or religion. And ultimately the kid was on their, the, the drugs to uh, change the, change their, uh, change their sex. And, and the child deliberately stepped in front of a train and, uh, and, and, uh, and killed himself. Or herself, it was a girl that had been confused and misled into uh, wanting to be a boy. What is a parent? What can a parent do in that situation? Well, first, they need to understand what what they're they're dealing with in terms of consequences to the child. Um, the 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 risk of a child dying um, uh, post uh, changing of their appearance of their gender appearance through hormones and uh, and having body parts cut off barbarically, um, it's, it's worse than, than if they had cancer. There's a higher survival rate on average for, for young people with cancer uh, than those who decide to, quote unquote, change their gender. Um, the average uh, transgender, in fact, will be dead by the age of 30, uh, unfortunately. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's so tragic. And one of the reasons is because the, the, the confusion, the depression, the anxiety, it does not go away. The procedure does not take that away. That's not me talking. That's the former head of the John Hopkins uh, Medical School and Hospital that forbid the, uh, any surgical procedures because there's no biological justification for it. And it doesn't solve mental, uh, the basic symptoms of, of uh, any concerns of mental health, like depression and then suicide. So first, parents need to understand what they're dealing with. Uh, second is when they're told, we had a case like this. It was up in Northern California. Social workers took the girl. She was 16 from the family because the girl said that she you know, thought she wanted to be a boy. But she didn't even want to be taken from her, her parents. It was a wonderful Christian family. But the social worker says, no, no, we know what's best for you. We, the state, the psychiatrist that works for the state, examined you and said, no, you should be taken from your parents. So he took her and they were going to start the procedure and, uh, and get immediate guardianship. Well, our attorney stepped in, Michael Peffer, 
we halted it. We filed an action. We halted it, halted it. We kept it held, held back. Finally, uh, the daughter, uh, the, the daughter said, you know, doctor, I said, you know, your honor, um, I don't think I, I don't think I want to be a boy after all. I think I changed my mind. And the, the judge finally gave the daughter back to the parents. Fortunately, she was not impacted with a, a permanent sterilizing hormones or any of the other procedures that the state of California wanted to force on her. So uh, that's just one example where if this happens, they need to contact us immediately for uh, immediate uh, representation without charge. We also give emergency counsel up, up river, if you will, on how to protect the child from being taken in the first place. So like, for example, you know, there was a, a pastor and his wife in Southern California Social worker was coming the next day because the uh, child, the 13-year-old, said that she wanted to be a boy. Uh, we uh, talked to the pastor and his wife, told him exactly what to tell the social worker, uh, the terminology to use, that, yes, we're, we're very sensitive to our daughter, and whatever she wants to be is fine with us, and we're unconditional in our love. Well, that was true, the unconditional love, but the rest of it was all just placating to the, uh, the state in order to keep the child from being taken. And I explained to him, I said, yes. You're, you're not being you know, honest with a social worker, but neither was Moses's mom honest when they knocked on her door and said, do you have any babies? And, you know, she didn't say Moses in a little basket, three reeds to the right off down river. Um, in order to Corey Tim Boom say, oh, golly, gee, they're in a hiding place upstairs. So we, we trained the parents on what to say to keep their child from being taken. If it is obvious to reveal that they are Christians with a biblical worldview in that circumstance in California, they will more likely than not, lose their child and the procedure will begin. Uh, so parents need to be aware of that that's a risk of, of raising children in states like California and, uh, and the like Oregon, Washington State, for example, are, is very similar. And so um, we gave that counsel. They, they kept the child. And, um, and that was great. Another example, uh, it was during the, the spring of the school year, the child was, uh, you know, was uh, openly talking about, you know, there, there were a girl saying she was a lesbian and, and that's who she was. Uh, we told the parents what to tell the social worker so she wouldn't be taken and put with a, a, a family, a quote unquote family with a different lifestyle. Um, we told them what to say. We had the, I said, keep things stable, let her finish the school year. Then in the summertime, put her uh, under getting a solid Christian counseling. Uh, switch her to a private Christian school. Uh, we'll work with the administration on the issue, on how to deal with it. Um, and that child was was protected and uh, gave the given the kind of counseling and support that the child needs at that at that stage. A lot of there's a lot of confusion, particularly in junior high, in terms of the happens in terms of gender identity uh, and, and uh, sexual uh, orientation, same sex attraction. Uh, a lot of confusion, and uh, these children need solid responsible support and counseling not what they're getting in government schools not what they're giving even in, given even in major um, medical establishments like kaiser permanente um it can be very very dangerous that's amazing how the um, the medical establishment has almost unquestionably just, they just whether it's out of fear you know you, you don't want to lose their your license you don't want to lose your job or they've they 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 have they have bought, they seem to have unquestioningly with very few exceptions uh bought into this I, I read a case where uh, the child had tried to commit suicide, was autistic. They went to the hospital and the hospital calls the parents and says, well, your, your son is, is a girl and here's where you need to take him." The parents were smart enough. They said, oh, yep, absolutely. Yep, we'll, 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 do, we'll do that right away. Uh, the, the father immediately quit his high paying job and they moved to Texas. Yes, exactly. And that's, that is really what parents should do in that circumstance. Uh, say what they need to say to keep the social worker from seizing the child and immediately leave the state to a, a, uh, a protecting state, a safe state like the state of Texas. Um, we strongly advise that. Uh, Oklahoma is another great one. There's, there's a lot of safe states in, in the U.S. still today. Um, and, uh, and that's what, what parents should do, uh, to keep their child from having their lives, uh, uh, destroyed. Statistically, there is no justification for doing, having this procedure. Uh, this, the, the stats are horrific. It's once again, better 
to be diagnosed with cancer as a teenager, uh, you have a better chance of living a happy life later on than uh, this procedure. And by the way, there's now 1.6 million Americans who are now can, uh, considered transgender. And obviously, they, no one can actually change their gender. Every single cell in their body is unanimous as to what their, their, their gender is. It's either XX or XY. Um, the brain is the same brain as, as that gender, but you can't change the brain and have a, from a male brain to a female brain there. The gray matter, uh, white matter ratio doesn't change. Skeletal structure doesn't change. Muscle structure doesn't change. Um, so it's just, it's just the appearance of it. It's just changing the appearance of, of your gender to, to look like something that you're, you're really actually not. And, uh, and that's why um, it really doesn't solve anything. Um, and that's why people need to, to really um, you know, have their eyes wide open. It's almost like we're in some kind of a sci-fi movie where people are totally ignorant deliberately of, of truth um, and uh, you know, jumping off cliffs. It's, uh, it's, it's very insane, and uh, there's sensible doctors who are outspoken about it, but they're being attacked by medical boards, and we at Pacific Justice Institute uh, don't hesitate to represent them as needed as well. It's you know, just the drugs alone can permanently sterilize a child, never mind getting to surgical mutilation of their of the of, of the of their private parts. And the, the girl, this case you just mentioned, she, you know, she was confused and they're deliberately confusing them in the culture and in the government run schools. And I want to be a boy. OK. And then she says, yeah, you know, maybe, you know, you know, whatever, a month later or a year later. Yeah, you know, maybe not. Um, here's, they're not ready to make, you know, even if it's a, even if you say a 20, a 20 year old, 21 or 25 year old could make this decision, um, albeit unwisely, to have a 16 year old or a 12 year old, or now they're saying, you know, even, even a five, they, they want, even a five year old can choose. It's, it, it, it is insane. It's not insane. It is evil. Yes. It is. We talked about the spiritual dimension of this to take to to surgically and chemically castrate and mutilate children is evil. It's as evil as a uh, arguable. Maybe it's not. We need to debate. Is it as evil as aborting the eight month, twenty nine day year old, twenty nine day baby before they're born? But it but it's close. It, it ranks up there and. The whole society, it, 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 the whole society is, 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 is like, you don't recognize us. You don't, you don't, I don't recognize, I mean, how, in the Soviet Union, they didn't do this. In Nazi Germany, they didn't do anything that crazy. In communist China, they didn't do anything that crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it is insane, um, you know, when, when you look at, what's actually happening and then you look at the statistics and i'm a stats person and the stats are are horrific uh regarding this and uh you know that's why we need to to be outspoken that's why pacific justice institute is has uh, you know been outspoken and um you know we've pushed for legislative reform to protect the rights of parents uh, some states have adopted it uh, our offices in different states have been pushing for parental rights protection on issues like this, uh, but other states are much more dangerous, and unfortunately, California uh, is one of those states. Uh, especially when parents have their children in public schools, uh, that's makes them all the more vulnerable. They could go to school and then not not come home and just be notified. Parents notified by the school district. Uh, they say, "Well, your child has been taken from you." Uh, they decided that they didn't want to change their gender, uh, and we are now in the process of doing it. You no longer have the child. That happens that's not a hypothetical it happens we're roughly half of the 1.6 million transgender americans um are are uh, are youth are, are young people and it's it's spreading like wildfire it's uh it's it's so that's why we need to understand what our rights are the good news is we at pacific justice institute greg on our website have a great article it's called 12 Steps to Protect Your Children from CPS or Social Workers. Every parent should have it. If you're a grandparent out there, download it and send it to your children. 
it uh, gives some immediate uh, protective steps to keep your child from being taken from social workers for not only this reason, but for other reasons as well. Very helpful. Um, 12 steps to protect your children from CPS. And our website is pji.org. P for Pacific, J for Justice, I for Institute, pji.org. And they can also sign up to get our newsletter, the Legal, uh, the, uh, the legal Insider as well, so we can keep up with our many cases across the United States that they're not going to hear about on mainline media, even Fox News. And if they need representation, you, uh, you provide that uh, free of charge to, uh, to, to the client. Right. All of our cases, every single one of them, we pick up all the costs for our clients. We do our work without charge. And I, and it's, I also want to thank those who, who support our ministry, our legal work. That's how we're able to do it. Um, we're, we're strong because uh, people out there in America want us to be strong because they understand where we are today and the critical need for this uh, counteroffensive that we're engaged in right now. Take a pause here and hear from our sponsor. We welcome back to uh, to our sponsors, uh, All Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are true, the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All Star Collision. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. Pleased to be uh, visiting today with uh, Brad Dacus. He's the president of the Pacific Justice Institute, PJI.org, where they defend parental, religious, and other civil liberties. Uh, in our last segment here, we're kind of going to turn it over to you, Brad, and uh, what cases you're working. You always have lots of interesting cases, as well as any pending legislation that uh, we should be aware of. And, of course, the big PJI gala is how you represent families in need without having to charge them. Yeah, let me just talk about that. It's going to be a fantastic event. Uh, it's our big uh, annual celebration of justice. It's sort of special because we're going to be celebrating our 25th anniversary uh, since our founding in 1997. Uh, there was, um, it's, it's going gonna, gonna to be on October the 22nd at the J.W. Marriott Hotel in Anaheim. Uh, more than two-thirds of the tickets are already sold, believe it or not. So, uh, and there's still tables that could be sponsored if you want to sponsor a table or if they want to get tickets. Uh, we're going to have um, uh, Governor Mike Huckabee and we're also going to have Charlie Kirk. We're going to have two big speakers for our big 25th anniversary gala. It's very special. The food is absolutely fantastic. Um, and uh, it's going to be very, very positive looking at the progress that we see being made, that we've made, and, uh, and the impact. And it's, it's going to be very uplifting, very encouraging, uh, and a, a special five-star event. Uh, and I encourage people, they want to get tickets, they want to go there, uh, they should just go to our website which is pji.org, P for Pacific, J for Justice, I for Institute.org. And if they'd like to sponsor a table, they can do that also uh, there as well. And uh, we're very uh, generous with recognizing our, our, those who sponsor tables, businesses sponsor tables, um, to, uh, to give them the recognition that they deserve as well. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what we're, we're doing there, a celebration of justice. Fantastic. Encourage people to be there October 22nd. They can register at pji.org. Now, some of our cases we're, we're involved in, I'll touch on a few. Uh, one is a, a groundbreaking case. Uh, it's dealing with uh, daycare centers that are at churches, church-sponsored daycare centers. And uh, these daycare centers um, have, you know, they teach faith and they, they bring Christ into those daycare centers if they're Christian. Uh, if they're Jewish at synagogues, of course, it's, it's Judaism. Well, the state of California uh, says, no, you're licensed. You have to be licensed. We're regulating you, and we're requiring you not to mention your faith at any time with these children. Um, and that's just one of a number of regulations that they have against the, uh, these daycare centers. And they also say, oh, and by the way, 
uh, the ones put on by public schools, even the YMCA or Girl Scouts, ah, they're exempt from regulations. Uh, they're, they're, they're off scot-free, but the religious ones, church ones, oh, we're going to control them. We're going to regulate them. So we've got great legal issues here. One is dealing with the government being uh, regulating the religious practices of a church. I think the Supreme Court, I know I'm pretty confident they would rule that unconstitutional, as well as unequal treatment, uh, treating churches and religious institutions with greater burdens and disparity and hardship than secular non-religious institutions when it comes to child daycare centers. It's a great case. And we have three churches we're representing out of San Diego County, uh, all, of course, always without charge. Um, you know, another uh, interesting case that uh, we've uh, taken on, uh, we had a recent victory for, was still the church in, in uh, San, o- San Jose area, Salinas. They were prevented from moving into a building to operate their church across the street from where they already were because the uh, city of Salinas says the church wasn't fun enough. Literally, the F-U-N, that was it was not fun enough uh, for their downtown area, even though the church was already there, just moving across the street uh, to a larger building. So uh, we have Pacific Justice. We filed a lawsuit, and we won on appeal before the Ninth Circuit in a very decisive decision recently. Uh, we're very pleased about that. We're defending also a class action suit. A lot of firemen up in the state of Washington, Washington State, they were all fired because they refused to get the COVID vaccine um, a vaccine, by the way, which people, if they've been watching medicine or, you know, the news will know that uh, it no longer prevents uh, getting uh, the Omicron, which is what's the vaccine, which is what we have now. Uh, it also doesn't prevent transmission at all. So the vaccine is worthless uh, for purposes of COVID right now. And yet these firemen are told you have to be vaccinated or you're not, you'll get your job. And also, even if you've already had COVID and you have a, a stronger natural immunity, uh, that doesn't count. So we're we're uh, litigating out of our Washington State office. Tracy Tribbett's the attorney handling that one, and we're going to bat on that case. Another case we have is we deal with Planned Parenthood. Uh, we're defending a an outside uh, church group uh, that meets outside on on public property, protected legally, uh, to have uh, worship services and a sermon once a month. The uh, it's right near Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood says they're losing business, even though the church services is on a Sunday morning when Planned Parenthood isn't even open. They say for some reason they're losing business. They think it's because of these Christians meeting and having an outside church service, which is protected by the First Amendment. We're defending that church that uh, it's called, called the Church of Planned Parenthood, if you will, uh, from being shut down. It's already having a great positive impact. Uh, so these are just a few of our cases uh, that we're engaged in and um, and having uh, making a, a real difference uh, in a, you know across across the country. Uh, also, something else I'd like to point out: we have an attorney on on staff. He was 20 years in law enforcement, specialized in training communities on how to deal with increased security, deal with terrorists, deal with uh, people wanting to come in and, and shoot uh, churches or schools. Uh, anyway, we've uh, you know we're working and and defending and providing resources. We have a great resource to enable churches and private schools and other even businesses to know uh, things that they can do to help protect themselves from the smash and grab, or even worse from the, uh, the violent uh, people who want to come in and shoot and kill innocent uh, people or children. Uh, That's a great resource we have as well on, on our website, pji.org. One of the uh, instrumental to the founding of the country and our system has been the underlying belief in God, right? From the Declaration of Independence, uh, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal and they are endowed by the Creator. For certain unalienable rights among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Uh, John Adams, our Constitution was made for a religious and moral people, and it's unsuitable for the governance of any other. And I can go on a long time with similar quotes from the founders and, and leaders since that time about the, how integral to a free society to have that underlying belief in God. And that's going away. You'll get all the polling data, the belief in God, uh, church attendance is dropping, particularly among younger people. And I'm wondering if you have any thoughts on this reversing that, the necessity of reversing that, and there's, I, I watched a program. I got one minute left. I'm going to try to get out of this and let you turn it over to you for the balance. Is there's a program called uh, The Chosen, which I've been watching. It's I think it's the best on-screen portrayal of Jesus 
I've seen from any movie or, or TV show. But they played they played that for a bunch of Gen Zers who were not religious, and they all glommed onto that. It, they, they all was, they all they were all moved and attracted by what they saw in that. So it was providing them with something that they were missing in their lives. So now, now that I've used it all but about 30 seconds, how do we get back to make America not only great again, but godly again? Yeah, well, the bottom line is for people to come to Christ, and people come to Christ by people sharing and engaging in relationships. Um, we need to be not fighting. We need to be engaging and developing relationships with people who need the Lord. And, uh, and really living our Christian faith. And that's worked in the past. That's what will work, work now, I'm sure. That could be a much longer discussion, which maybe we carry on the next time you're on, on, on the show. Thank you, Brian. You have a meeting. And tune in next week for another exciting edition of Unite, i.e. Radio. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, branch manager of Planet Home Lending LLC and host of the main event. Heard weekends right here on AM590 The Answer. I'm sure by now you've heard interest rates have jumped up over the last few months, but so have home values. So what does that mean to you? If you're carrying a bunch of credit card debt or you don't have money to pay your tax bill or just need extra money to fill up your gas tank, now may be the perfect time to do a cash-out refinance to consolidate those bills or get some extra funds in your bank account while your equity is so high before rates get any worse. If you or your spouse are 62 years or older, Higher values make reverse mortgages that didn't work before work now. To see how we can make the numbers work for you, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. Ed Hoffman, Retail Branch Manager, NMLS ID 9921, Branch NMLS ID 2275209. Planet Home Lending, LLC, NMLS ID 17022. Planet Home Lending, LLC, is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. AM 590, the answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flint with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com